Welcome back to the Koger Center Arts Roundup. This podcast was born from the Koger Center Arts Roundup weekly radio show, which we've been unable to host since March. The radio program would bring listeners arts and culture news and include interviews with artists, which we then turned into this podcast. With live events on hold, we decided this week to bring you a listening guide for an event that we were unable to host at the Koger Center this past April, a staged reading of Stravinsky's The Soldier's Tale as a part of the Koger Center's Live in the Lobby series, collaborating with the Brook Chamber Orchestra. Nissan Ak is a doctoral student at the University of South Carolina School of Music and the music director for the Brook Chamber Orchestra. This week, we bring you her listening guide to Stravinsky's The Soldier's Tale. Please enjoy learning a little bit more about the piece, and we hope to be able to host a performance of this at the Koger Center this fall. Hello, my name is Nissan Ak, and I am the music director of the Bruch Chamber Orchestra of Colombia. Our orchestra, Bruch Chamber Orchestra, was founded in 2018, so it's a very, very young new orchestra. And not only it's young in terms of uh, years, but it's also founded by younger people like me um, and my friends. Um, I think what I can say about Brook Chamber Orchestra is that it's a, it's a different approach of funding an orchestra. We are all under the age of 30. All of our executive board is um, female. It's me, Lauren Smith, Isabel Ong, and Mimi Harding. We are four. And um, we try to approach to all of our concerts and all of our publicity in a more um, younger approach. I think I think the reason I wanted to do this was because I wanted I wanted I basically wanted my friends to come to my concerts not to just support it but also just because they wanted to so I wanted to build a new orchestra that has a good quality of classical music but have more of a millennial approach where my peers, my friends, people around my age can enjoy as well. So that is my vision about this orchestra. And it's only been two years and we are still growing, but um, it's, been, it's been going fine. Um, our first concert was with Bruch. <laughs> so the reason our name is Bruch Chamber Orchestra is because the first concert was um, Bruch Violin Concerto with Isabel Ong. Um, and I was not planning on doing this as, a, as an ongoing project. But the first concert went so well and we had a great turnout. And I just thought that, okay, maybe we can keep doing this. And then we got funded and started doing more concerts. Um, second concert was Schubert Five and um, Mozart's second flute concerto with Miguel Ihar. 
Um, and finally, our last concert was in October, um, and it was Mendelssohn's Violin Concerto, Wagner's Siegfried Idol, and Mendelssohn's Fingal's Cave Overture. Uh, it was a great concert as well. And we not only we record all of our concerts, but we also tape all of our concerts. So if you want to find out what happened to any of those concerts, you can relive the whole thing. If you can, if you, if you go on YouTube and type Roof Chamber Orchestra, all of our concerts are taped and edited professionally by Ryan McGillan, who is another um, student at the USC which I mean we are all somehow either USC students or graduates me and Isabel we are about to graduate our doctorate degree in the School of Music Lauren finished her bachelor's in uh, the School of Music um, as well as um, Mimi and Ryan uh, just finished his film school so we are new professionals in music field and everyone in the orchestra are either about to finish their school or they are already new professionals um and gigging around so so i'm very proud of this orchestra and what we are trying to do it's of course it's not easy at this moment uh, with Corona. <laughs> um, our final concert of this year unfortunately got cancelled. Uh, it was a, it was going to be Stravinsky's. Um, it was going it was going to be Stravinsky's Soldier's Tale, which is a story of a soldier that is tricked by a devil. Um, and of course, Corona started immediately <laughs> around the time that we were about to give our concert. So, so that got canceled. But hopefully, if things go well and if the facilities are open and safe to be inside of a concert hall, we are planning to do the concert sometime in fall. I think um, if you do decide to come to that concert, I prepared you a listening guide. So maybe I can excite you to come to that concert, even if you wasn't planning. <laughs> Here is the story of Soldier's Tale. I guess the first thing I have to tell you about this composition is that it was written in 1918 and it was immediately uh, premiered uh, in 1918 and then it was supposed to there was supposed to be a tour after this and then it got cancelled guess why because there was an epidemic so Stravinsky and Ramos who was the writer of the libretto they had to cancel the whole performance um, the series of performances and the second ever performance was all the way in 1923, five years after. Hopefully, our canceled concert is not going to be postponed five years. <laughs> this piece was designed very practically, 
right? So because they wanted to do a tour uh, in Europe and um, they were on a budget, they had to make very practical choices. So Stravinsky wrote this piece for seven instruments, um, a clarinet, bassoon, a trumpet, trombone, a set of percussion, violin, and double bass. If you look at the, the instruments, it's one high um, instrument of that instrument group and then one low. So to in, in other words, so for example, clarinet and bassoon, right? It's, it, it's a, they're all woodwinds. They're both woodwinds. Um, so clarinet is a high woodwind and bassoon is a low woodwind. Um, trumpet and trombone, a high brass and a low brass. Um, percussion in every medium. Um, and a violin and double bass, a high string and a low string. So he was able to create a sonority uh, by by still eliminating a lot of like medium sounds, um, but still still keeping the crucial high and low sounds of each instrument family. Another thing I have to tell you before I start is that this is a stage piece. So this this composition has a narrator, a soldier, a devil, and a princess. So narrator and soldier and devil talks. They have written um, parts, and sometimes actually it's it's a little bit challenging because sometimes they have to read the music, and um, they know they need to know where to come in and be on time with the music and everything and this is a challenging score to read it, the time signature keeps changing if you know anything about Stravinsky he is he likes interesting time signatures um, so the person that needs to do the narration and soldier and devil um, they need to read okay amount of music or just uh, rely on cueing of the conductor a lot, which can go bad or good. I mean, it depends. It really depends. And finally, there's this princess um, who is silent. She doesn't have... Well, in some, in some um, productions, I've seen her saying one word um, at the very end. Uh, but she is in most of the productions silent, but she dances and um, the composition also suggests for some dancing parts as well, but it's, uh, uh, it's not, it's optional, but definitely the four people, the narrator, the soldier, the devil, the princess, um, they are not optional. Although I have seen other productions that have done by only one narrator which leaves a lot of responsibility to the narrator to be, you know, to be the actor, not just narrator, and to be more than one actor. Um, so it's a, it's a big responsibility for the narrator if they do decide to do that. Um, but other than that, four people normally.
Here we go. Let's start the story. Stravinsky's Soldier's Tale that is written at 1918 starts with a march. Um, the soldier is marching to home from war. He's on his way um, and is happy to see his family back. The music in the background is a very march-like music. I mean, it is called March of the Soldier, um, Soldier's March, um, but it's, it's in a very Stravinsky style. If you listen to it, you can hear like it is the bum, 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 bum. You will constantly hear the double bass in the background doing um, the march rhythm but the music the rhythms are going to be changed there will be a little interludes but super quick and then it will go back to being steady and if you do look at the score which is available on public domain at this moment um, you will see like it even though it seems like it's a very steady music bum 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 it is written in a very challenging way to read so this music throughout the whole thing is actually very challenging for the entire ensemble to count um, it requires a lot of um, concentration and a lot of of course rehearsal and but on top of it a lot of trust to each other too because there are some moments that you need to count on each other and not wait for them to start their gesture because there's not enough time for them for you to listen to that person in order to start the gesture so you just have to trust each other and jump in um, so yeah this whole piece requires a lot of attention uh, in all of the ensemble and me as a conductor I have a big responsibility of just being super clear and um, giving everyone the trust that they need uh, in order to continue this piece <laughs> anyway for the first piece um, of this composition um, the, the soldier is marching home and then he comes across to, to this person who is going to end up being the devil. Um, and the devil wants his violin. So if you don't know that story of like the, the devil plays the violin kind of um, an analogy, I guess. Devil plays the violin analogy. If you don't know that, people, I don't know. I guess they, they think that you have to sell your soul to the devil in order to play the violin so good they say that to for example paganini they say that that he sold his soul to the devil because he was playing so gorgeously and so capable of doing anything anyways back to the story so the soldier meets the devil he doesn't know, of course, that he's the devil. And devil wants to buy his violin. And soldier doesn't want to sell it. So the devil offers him something valuable. Um, this book that shows the future. So you can, you can see the future, he says. And you can do investments or 
decisions or anything you want based on the future numbers and soldier says okay we'll trade but then the devil says asks for one more thing okay but you need to come to my place and teach me how to play this violin because i don't know how to play and then he offers bed breakfast cigars and you know all the alcohol he can drink and that he will be well accompanied and everything so they do they do they, they go back to this the devil's place the mansion and they spend three days in there wined and dined and finally after the third day the soldier leaves home um but finally he arrives back home and he's so happy he's like hooray we're here we're at home at last good morning he's saying good morning to everyone but no one seems to recognize him they don't even look at his face what's going on he thinks that's not funny and and finally he sees his mom and mom doesn't even look at him and then he he sees his fiance that he was going to get married but she is married with two children he thinks what happened and then finally f realizes that that three days in in devil's mansion that he spent it was three years not three days so then he finds out that he was being tricked and then he leaves before the soldier sells his violin to the devil he plays this song on his violin it goes something like it's a it's a very violent futured piece uh, accompanied with only very few instruments uh, and it's just it's it's a lot of um, spiccato movements which is like jumpy kind of uh, like need, need, needs a lot of technique um, but it, but it's it's beautiful and it still sounds very folkloric some somehow why did I say that because after he leaves the village he bumps into the devil once again and he's so angry and him and devil are talking and the devil reminds him the book he's like okay but I did give you the book look at the book do some investments get richer and so he does the soldier but he's never happy he cannot be happy he can't find peace he's like just oh we are selling this selling that you didn't you didn't lie i am doing this i am getting richer but i have everything but i also have nothing nothing worth living and then disguised devil comes up once again in a different costume and he is this lady selling stuff she shows a couple things this and that he doesn't want to buy anything and finally he 
I mean, she, at this moment, uh, brings up this violin, um, and the soldier wants to buy it. The soldier definitely wants to buy it. But then she's like, but first, try it. See what you say. Well, big surprise. Let's hear you play. And the soldier takes the violin, tries to play, tries to play the same piece of music that he played to the devil in the beginning of the first scene. But, but then he can't. Music doesn't come up, come out from the violin. And then he returns to his desk, he picks up the book and tears it into a thousand pieces. Oh, so sad. And the curtain falls. And then the second scene starts with, again, with the same march at the very beginning. Bim bom, bim bom. It's like we're back at the beginning. Now the soldier doesn't know himself. He only knows he must get out, go somewhere else, figure himself out. And he does. He runs away. Soldier then arrives to another village. Um, and in that village, there's a princess, a sick princess. She's so ill, she might die. But her father, the king, announces that whomever that cures her can marry her. And there have been a lot of tries, but no one could cure her illness before. And soldier, with the help of narrator, decides to try her best. Um, and then he decides to play a game with the devil, a card game. He and the devil, they start playing this game and then the soldier loses. And a second round, again, devil wins. Third round, again, devil wins. In the meantime, they're drinking, they're having fun. Mostly the devil is having fun, but the devil is very concentrated on the game while the soldier is very concentrated on the drinks that the devil is drinking. And then they keep drinking and, they, and the soldier keeps losing. And after the final round, the devil is dizzy. She, at this moment, can't even speak uh, and is about to fall asleep. And indeed, she falls asleep. After she falls asleep, soldier, just to be sure, pours a little bit more wine down her throat and then she's knocked out. And then he takes his violin back and starts playing. And he plays the most beautiful little concert to us right after that because he's feeling so free. Right after playing his little concert, he runs back to the princess and plays three songs. One of them, tango, one of them, waltz, and finally, a ragtime. And after the third piece, princess is now cured but the devil is not happy he finally shows up well again disguised she finally shows up and she's not happy 
and she wants a payback. And then we hear the devil's dance. What a great music. It's uh, very powerful. It has a lot of sinistical, um, interesting moments and with a lot of, again, uh, time signature changes. And it's very um, uh, pacing. And it has a lot of unexpected moments as well. I love this piece. At the end of this piece, the devil falls, exhausted. Soldier takes the princess by the hand and she's not afraid anymore. The, pr the princess dances around the devil. Then she takes the devil by one paw and between them, they drag him into the wings. They return to the middle of the stage and fall into each other's arms. And right after that, there is this super little piece called Petite Chorale, Little Chorale. Uh, and they are hugging each other during this. Only eight measures of a piece, but it's very beautiful and touching. So until this moment, everything is great. Finally, the soldier has beaten the devil. He has a beautiful princess to marry and she's not ill anymore. And the devil seems to have lost and left. All right. And then we hear the devil's song. All right, I shall have to wait, but this realm of yours is not so great. If once its frontier should be passed, then you'll be in my power at last. So do not push your luck too far or then, then my lady, you will find that you are back in bed again. As for her prince, he can't pretend he does not know my patience now is at an end. The last he loves most, as I shall do to watch him roast. It's a, it's a very rhythmical music that Devil speaks on top of the music, and what he's saying basically is some bad thing might have happened at this moment, but all I will do is I will wait. I will wait until he makes a bad move. And then I will make my own move. I will watch him roast. And then the next scene, back to the Grand Coral. The soldier and the princess, very happy. They want to get to know each other. The princess is asking, Oh, but I don't know anything about you. Tell me things about you. And then 
And then he talks about it. It started a long, long time ago. There was a cottage I used to share with my mother. I was a soldier then, far, far away. And then the princess offers, can we go? Can we meet your mom? And the soldiers, no, it is forbidden. But suppose we go, but, but he knows that it is forbidden. But then she wants to go and he wants to go as well. While they're talk talking about it, the devil starts crossing in front of the curtain and then crosses again and then crosses again. Now they're on their way. They're nearly there. A scent he knows hangs in the air. He has gone on ahead to find the frontier. She's a little way behind. So there are a lot of productions, but my favorite production that I kind of want to uh, replicate in my production as well is that there's this unseen line to be crossed. If the soldier crosses that line, he will see or it's, it's a very abstract thing, right? So he will cross that line to also be with her mother. But now he has money. Now he has his wife, the princess, but it's not enough. He beat the devil, but it's not enough. He wants his mom too. And that is the final line to be crossed. And he knows. If he crosses that line, the, the devil wins again. But he sees his mom back in there or imagines his mom and just hangs his head and begins to follow the devil very slowly, but without resisting because he just crossed the line. And now the devil has the violin again and begins to play. Before the final piece, the princess calls for him and then he stops, the soldier stops for a m moment, but the devil waves him on and then the soldier keeps following him. The voice of the princess calls for him for the last time and he doesn't respond. And finally, we hear the triumphal march of the devil. Soldier's Tale is a great story that ends with a sad ending. The soldier thinks he can beat the devil and does beat him for a moment, uh, but then he fails again. And then he, lo he loses his wife once again, his money once again, and his will once again. And the metaphor of violin, just like I told before, is the metaphor of him selling his soul and can never take it back. Unfortunately, just like the premiere of this music, uh, our concert was canceled because of pandemic. And this was canceled because of epidemic. <laughs> so hopefully, us as the Bruce Chamber Orchestra, we want to play this 
and perform with the orchestra and the dancers and the narrator and princess and soldier, everyone. Uh, in the fall at the Koger Center. Um, and if you like the story, we would like to see you there. Thank you for listening. The Koger Center Arts Roundup is produced in part by Garnet Media Group, the student media partnership at the University of South Carolina. Information about tickets and upcoming events can be found at kogercenterforthearts.com, the official website for Koger Center tickets. For more information about Garnet Media Group, visit garnetmedia.org.